already knew this, but did you know, did you know that Instagram is the it place to be? I smiled a little and I answered with a confident yes that I did know this. And I said, hey, that's pretty cool though. What an opportunity for business. The conversation went on, but her enthusiasm got me thinking, what are some top Instagram questions that we get as a marketing agency? Thought this would make a great topic, so let's dive in and talk about it on today's episode number 16. I'm Sarah, an account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, another account manager at 21 Handshake. Alex is out today, but he'll be joining us again soon. So Ashley, let's dive into top questions we receive regarding Instagram. I think this can be broken down into a few categories of why questions, how questions, when questions, and what is questions. (laughs) I'll start with some why questions that was asked in this client call that I just mentioned. So why is Instagram the it place to be for businesses right now? Well, as you recall back in episode six, and if you haven't listened to that, go back, check it out. There was lots of great data we stated there, some Instagram stats, as you would say, on why it is kind of the new it place to be. So I'll give you some stats and then I'll kind of give my opinion on why. So by September of last year, Instagram had 800 million users. It has a monthly number of active advertisers of 2 million. Number of businesses registered on Instagram is 15 million. Four out of 10 US mobile female users are on Instagram. And I think the numbers here just keep growing and growing. A third of the US mobile users are on Instagram. A quarter of US mobile male users have an Instagram account. So as you see here, these are very like huge statistics. So my personal opinion why it's the it place to be for businesses, well, A, Facebook owns it. So anything with Facebook, I think, is just um, the star player in the social media world. So it has that backing of Facebook behind it. So as you'll see, a lot of the stats are aligned the same way Facebook stats run. Um, A little bit of the algorithm's the same. The ad platform is the same. So there's a lot of familiarity there. And just I think people are comfortable to join a platform that they are already comfortable with. And most people are on Facebook, so it's very easily oh, join Instagram, okay, that's a pretty similar but yet different platform to be on, but I see a lot of familiarity there, so it's a very low barrier of entrance for people to join it, Um, as well as for businesses to join it as well. Just with it keeps growing, and again, with the Facebook popularity um, and having a lot of the same similarities as Facebook, it's just very easy for businesses to adopt that. think, and actually I just had this conversation actually with my niece who is younger, she's 20, and um, we were talking about Snapchat versus Instagram. And she's like, well, Snapchat's still popular, right? And I was like, well, eh." Mm. I was like, the big issue with Snapchat, why it was never really adopted, I think by businesses, it was such a high barrier of entrance. Marketers couldn't ever really figure out how to use the platform because it was so private, um, which makes it great for users, not great for businesses. And as you see, Instagram has, some people might say they've stole a lot of Snapchat's features, 
But I think that Instagram, um, they put their own spin on that, whereas they might have some similar features as Snapchat. They made them available to everybody. You can have a personal profile, but most people have a public profile, so you can be found. Mm -hmm. So it just, again, that low barrier of interest, I think, makes it more of an it place to be. I would definitely agree with that. Um, another question that our client had, um, kind of just an observation that she had heard. She said, hey, I've heard that a lot of people just have an Instagram account and not a website. A lot of businesses are running just their whole business platform um, or their discoverability on Instagram only. She said, what do you think about that? Do you think that you could just have an Instagram account? So my response to her was it goes back to rented space versus owning. And if you're not familiar with that concept, we talk about that a lot in marketing, how your website is something you own. You own the domain. Yes, you might have to follow some of those kind of development rules, mm -hmm. Google rules for SEO, but you own that space. You own that domain. You can splash up there basically anything you want versus your rented space, which would be your social media platforms, who are owned by somebody else. Um, you can't control what Mark Zuckerberg says is going to be the new algorithm. Mm -hmm. You can't control them changing the ad platform all of a sudden. You don't have control of any of those and it can change in an instant. And they could also say, ah, we're done. We're done and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, no, none of these are no, gonna no longer be in existence. Um, and then where does that leave you? Um, you know, so if you're a business, I would not advise that. I would say you want to own your own space, um, but then connect with followers by being on social media, being on the rented space. Okay. So those were the two big why questions. Ashley, what are some how questions that we get? Oh, we get often, and I, I do recall, I think we also mentioned this in our previous podcast, so definitely make sure you go check that out for more tips and tricks on um, having a business Instagram account. But one of the top questions we get is how do I gain followers? Um, for a lot of businesses who are starting their own Instagram account, it's very intimidating to not have anyone following you. It kind of feels like you're talking to a wall. Um, and the best way, the best advice I have um, is to be patient and also like quality content. Thousands of followers are not going to come right away. It takes a good strategy and some good content, but if you put in the time and the effort, they will come. Exactly. Um, yeah, so great photos um, that are relevant to your business, providing um, what I mean by quality content too is um, videos that highlight what your business values or um, your employees or like cool projects you're working on in the community. Things that um, really highlight your business in a, in a great way while it's still entertaining to watch or, or view. Yeah, I would also say some other things. Um, follow people in your space. Mm -hmm. Some of the top people in your space, follow them. Mm -hmm. As well as see who the top people in your space are following. Yes. And then yes. try to follow them as well. Mm -hmm. um, I know sometimes it looks like a weird balance when you have, you're following more people than 
then fo- then you have followers. But I think at the beginning you need to do that, mm-hmm. and you can always go back later mm-hmm. and start unfollowing and kind of getting yeah. whittling down that list a little bit more. But I think to start off, that's a good strategy, mm-hmm. as well as. Um, you know, trying to either find user-generated content. So say yes. you are, um, you make some type of building product. If mm-hmm. you know some of the contractors are on Instagram who are using some of your product, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe asking them if you can repost some of their photos, giving mm-hmm. them credit mm-hmm. so you can tap into their audience. Exactly. Um, or even if you're just buying a local coffee from the coffee place and you got mm-hmm. that delivered to your office, <laughs> tagging, hey, we bought this at Big B Coffee. Yeah. That's also, I think, just kind of helps get that yeah. better discoverability. And it's a social media network. <clears throat> Be social. Yeah. Um, comment on other people's posts. Like Sarah said, make sure you're tagging other businesses. I, it's the easiest way to organically gain followers. Yeah. And... You know, I think another one is, and this would be if you have the time, which a lot of us don't, but if you're really serious about growing your Instagram account, this is a good strategy. I would start typing in some hashtags that Mm -hmm. you are, is in your space. Um, Say, I don't know, maybe you are a restaurant that makes, you're an ice cream shop. <laughs> Type in, you know, hashtag ice cream, see what it all pulls up. Um, and then I would go to accounts that don't have that many followers mm-hmm. and I would engage on those accounts mm-hmm. and see if they follow you back. Because odds are, if you start engaging with them, mm-hmm. they are going to sit up, take notice, mm-hmm. and they'll probably, not 100% of the time, but they might do you a solid and follow you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I would say that's a little it takes a little more time, but it does work. <laughs> yes. And speaking of hashtags, we're always being asked, how many hashtags should I include in my post? And this is kind of a tricky question because I don't think that there's actually like a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, there is the amount that I think Instagram says they have a limit, a maximum. Yes. So I believe it's 30 yes. hashtags. So I, my advice would be to put enough hashtags that are relative to your business, um, probably more than five, just as yeah. like a bare minimum, and then don't exceed 30 because yes. that will only hurt you. Um, keyword, make sure that they are relevant to your business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just bad, bad strategy. Um, just come back to bite you in the butt. On top of that, how do I find what hashtags I should be using? So like I said, make sure they're really relevant to your business um, and be strategic about what hashtags you pick. So when you go to the search bar and you type in, like, say, a keyword that you think is relevant, they will come up with a list of suggestions and tell you how many people have posted, like, including Mm. that hashtag. I suggest finding, like, a good middle ground in terms of how many people have posted there. You don't want to include a hashtag that's so unique that no one is searching it, but so popular that your content gets lost. So it's it's kind of an interesting balance um, to make sure. Right, as well as, you know, and I can't, we can't stress enough the relevancy <laughs> and researching even the hashtag. For instance, we just discovered, and hey, you know, this was just a, I think, a little minor mistake, and it turned out to be funny, and we learned something from it. 
In one of the industries we work with, it's often shortened to LBM, mm -hmm. meaning lumber building materials. So you would think use hashtag LBM, but when you look up hashtag LBM, it's actually for some international fashion company and people are just posting pictures of them wearing this clothing line. <laughs> yeah. So again, do yes. your research on yes. hashtags you're using because obviously using the hashtag LBM and then people thinking that you're a fashion company but they're coming to you and they're seeing lumber, yeah, that's not going to sit too well. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, another question we get pretty often has to do with emojis. How do I use emojis to benefit um, my engagement? And we've we've been reading up on this quite a bit, and I actually find it kind of fascinating. But um, the posts with emojis in the caption tend to get more engagement than not. Now, I suggest this lightheartedly. Uh, make sure you're including, again, relevant emojis, but don't overdo it. Just don't be that person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm sure, I know Sarah, actually, I think you were the one who sent me the article about which emojis um, got the most right, engagement yes. and very interesting. So uh, make sure that they're just relevant to your industry and that they make sense in the caption. And again, don't overdo it. Um, and this is also a good question. How do I find things to post? I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> um, I would say, like, okay, so by following people in your industry, you get kind of a good gauge on who is doing a, a good job on Instagram, who is who is who has a successful Instagram strategy, what content is being engaged with the most. I say take that as inspiration and put your own twist on it, make it fit your brand and your brand's values, and that's a good start. Um, Again, user-generated content is a great source if you have if you are that fortunate. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's tons and tons and tons and th tons of things that you can post, um, even if it's just a little behind the scenes of some office culture, um, a 30-second video. I mean, really get creative, and pretty much most things go as long right. as they fit the brand and. Um, yeah, so you said posting videos, so that mm -hmm. kind of leads into our next one. When should I use a video versus <laughs> like a photo? And if you haven't checked out episode four, we talk a lot about how to use video on social media. So go check that out. But I think this comes down to your strategy and how well videos are. I know a lot of the times you hear um, people say, well, just start, you gotta start somewhere, just post something. But I think as a business, you do need to be a little more selective as the Instagram, as it gets kind of more tougher and tougher to, not maybe tougher, as it requires more kind of professional kind of looking stuff and that's just how mm -hmm. videos are going because more and more people keep putting them out. So it's getting to be um, just that people require a more professional video. So yeah, I would say videos are a star player, they get more engagement, but you do need to kind of prioritize um, the quality of them. So if you're posting to your feed, I would save your Instagram feed, save that for your um, nice professional, maybe company videos, 30 seconds, nice looking video. Um, if you wanna post something very casual, I would say stories are a great place to post those casual videos. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of goes into when should I post to Instagram? Should I do this daily? What time of the day should I do it? 
Again, that's different for everybody. Um, most people do say that you should schedule your Instagram post for when the majority of your followers are online so they see your stuff and engage with it. Um, so, but how do you do that is you must have a business account to be able to see the analytics of when your followers are online. So if you haven't transferred over your personal Instagram account to a business account and you're a business, do that ASAP so you can start getting those analytics of when your followers are online because that is when you want to capture their attention. Um, a lot of people, you know, might say at night's better. You know, I've just seen it a variety. You just, again, want to look at your analytics. When are your followers online? Schedule it for then. Mm -hmm. um, I would say if you are gung-ho on growing your Instagram account, post daily. Mm -hmm. If Instagram is a lesser priority for you, you might want to post three times a week. Mm -hmm. Again, look at those analytics. Find out when your followers are online. Maybe they're not online on Tuesdays or on Instagram on Tuesdays, but maybe they're on on Wednesdays. So Wednesdays. <laughs> Every might be industry better. is different. Every as industry well. is different, um, and again, that depends on your strategy. You know, if you really want to grow your account, I would say post daily. Mm -hmm. If it's kind of just a middle ground priority, maybe you want to only do like three times a week. So videos on Instagram. Like Sarah said, a great place to post those is your story. But what is an Instagram story? This is a feature that Snapch that they had taken inspiration from Snapchat, like we previously mentioned. And so they kind of operate the same way. Um, they're either quick snapshots that only last 24 hours or um, videos that, again, only last 24 hours. And Instagram has done a really good job of embracing this feature. and. Um, giving people kind of like the power to share more long form content and so or I guess I, w I don't want to say long form content I think it's I think a, a story is only in 10 seconds maybe yeah um, fast. yeah but you can post as much as you want to your story and I guess I would define this feature as like a get to know us feature so um, you're like Sarah said posting professional content on your feed for people to come um, engage with but on your stories is really more casual. So a more like face-to-face -face interaction, I would say. Um, get to know the person behind, the social media manager, or like, this is what we do um, in the office on Fridays. Um, it's a great tool to show more behind the scenes. Um, I would also say it's a really great tool to encourage engagement. Um, we've seen a lot of brands be super successful on, um, even like a Q&A type of content. Mm -hmm. Ask us anything and we will do our best to answer them. And that's a great way to get people messaging your account um, and learning more about you that way yeah. too. So definitely one of my favorite features on Instagram. Yeah, love, love stories. Just the casual feel of it too is kind of fun. So a question that we get a lot as well is what is an ad or sponsored post? and um, is that different than, say, running an ad? And yes, that is. Um, so an ad, like when you're running an ad, that's gonna be kind of your official kind of setting that up through your Facebook business manager, um, our boosting a post, those type of things. And it's kind of automatically built in. Instagram puts ad on there. Now, an ad or sponsored post is going to be when someone was either given free product to promote 
or if they are um, paid as an influencer, they have to include hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored um, in either of those scenarios. So you might see someone, um, example, I see this a lot on like food blogs or food bloggers. Mm -hmm. um, they'll be talking about a product and maybe they weren't even giving, given money, but they were given the product to say something about, they still have to say that that was sponsored or that was an ad, and they have to include that in either the text that they post or they have to include it like in the very first hashtag mm -hmm. that they post. So that's a little bit of the difference between running an ad or using the hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. And there's been lots of news and headlines regarding the Instagram algorithm. We dive really deep into this in episode 10. So if you're curious and want to learn more about Instagram's algorithm and how it operates, go check that one out. Um, but a quick overview, Instagram algorithm is basically the way it determines um, what kind of content you want to see. So what kind of content is in your feed? And it takes a n number of variables into consideration. For example, um, how many people are engaging with it, how much time people have spent watching that video, um, how long it's been up, um, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, if you really want to grow your profile or um, have a successful Instagram strategy, make sure you know the ins and outs of the algorithm and you kind of play, like have that into consideration when you're building your strategy. Exactly, exactly. So Instagram has been adding a lot of new features lately. Um, so, you know, we get a lot of questions on what are those new features and how do I use them? So um, a few of the ones that I've noticed recently are this was kind of an older one, but still um, good to point out is the ability to highlight your stories. Used to be that, oh, your story was live for 24 hours and forget it, you'll never see it again. <laughs> but now if you really felt like, oh, that story was awesome, maybe it was a cool video or maybe it was some type of product um, mm -hmm. that you really wanted to highlight, you can hit highlight and then that will go where um, like your profile section, like right mm -hmm. underneath of that. And then that just gives it more exposure. More people might be apt to watch it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't think I really ever go to people's <laughs> highlighted stories and watch them. But hey, just because I don't, doesn't mean that someone else isn't. <laughs> so that would be a newer, older feature. Um, I would say most of the updates that they've done are updates to the stories actually, mm -hmm. which just goes to show that they really are focused on stories. Very true. Um, they've added the ability to add music to stories. They've mm -hmm. added the ability to add questions in mm -hmm. your stories, mm -hmm. to do polls in your stories. Mm -hmm. um, so those are all just creative ways that people are just able to engage more in stories by using those different fun features that Instagram mm -hmm. keeps adding. And one of Instagram's like newest and biggest features would be IGTV. Now, I'm not totally sure how well this initiative is going or if it's having kind of trouble picking up um, speed, but the, I guess the premise is, is a place for longer form content. We've all seen, um, and more for B2C companies, um, YouTube channels, um, being a great place to engage with your audience or um, a go-to place for people to consume content. 
And I think Instagram saw that and was like, let's incorporate that into our platform as well. And so they provided a space for traditionally, it's like influencers, bloggers, or bigger brands to have a place where they can post longer videos. So I think they are over a minute, but not too yeah. long, it's like five might be the max. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I don't know if the angle there is that they want to compete with YouTube or oh kind of yeah. what uh, yeah so well that would be interesting to see how that plays out and yeah. if that's adopted or not mm-hmm. um hey we all know that facebook sometimes doesn't do when you know i mean gosh, some of their features facebook fall flat day or whatever was it that like that fell flat so time will tell if that one goes out but hey if you want to jump on it it could be a new avenue for your business to kind of jump in early and get in mm-hmm. on the ig and who knows maybe in a a couple weeks, we'll be doing a follow-up podcast on that, all about IGTV. Exactly. So stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. And then I think we'll leave it with this question. What opportunity does my business have on Instagram? I know I need to be there, but do I need to be there? And how would you answer that, Ashley, if someone were to ask you that? I think that every business needs to have an Instagram account, even if it's merely for claiming the business name on Instagram so that somebody else yeah. doesn't and act like they're your company. Yeah. Um, I think that's the bare minimum. I would still encourage businesses to be active on Instagram. Um, but I also understand that it's not for every business. No, um, no, it, it's not. Um, but I do feel um, that, like you said, at least claim your name, um, post a few pictures. Mm-hmm even if you're only updating it once a week. I think mm-hmm. there is tons of opportunity just, again, for you just to connect with a new audience, mm-hmm. our current audience, in a new yeah. way. Especially if they're younger. It's becoming more and more popular for, what are they, Gen Z. Yeah. When they're looking up businesses to go directly right. to Facebook or Instagram, and it's becoming so common now, like, you might as well just do the dirty work now, yeah. build your profile, build your following, really engage. I mean, it's a it's a great space to be active in. It is. It's a really great space to be active in. So what questions do you have about Instagram? We would love to answer them. Connect with us on social media at 21 Handshake. Hey, message us on Instagram at 21 <laughs> Handshake. And we'd love to talk to you about your questions and answer them. Did you love this episode? We would love it if you took a moment to rate us five stars on iTunes and share it with a friend. Until next time.